Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports and Other But Sports with Kent Sterling for Wednesday, September 25th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill wants to be your dentist. You should want Dr. Mike O'Neill to be your dentist. Give him a call. Make it happen. It's a dental marriage made in heaven. 317-849-2933. I'm a little bit late today as we talk about Sports and Other But Sports because I was out at the Brickyard Crossing Golf Club where the IWIT Classic is being played this weekend. It's the LPGA Tour stop in Indianapolis, and it's spectacular. I was out there. I was the tee announcer for the Pro-Am on the front side for the group starting at like 1230. The players, they could not be nicer. The crowd is fantastic. It is a great event to take part in this weekend. Go out there. The You know what? The food delicious. The concessions, unbelievable. If the weather's good, it's going to be a phenomenal weekend of golf for the ladies. Absolutely love this thing being in Indianapolis. We'll talk a little bit more about it in a minute, but I want to talk about Indiana basketball because the players talked yesterday. They split up the media day. Yesterday, it was the players. Today, it was Archie Miller because this is an open recruiting time, and so Archie Miller was out recruiting. Frankly, I would much rather have him out recruiting and investing his time that way than talking to the media. So here's what he had to say. He thinks Devontae Green can play with anybody and expects him to have a terrific season, says they're going to need him to have a terrific season if this team is going to meet its potential. The depth on the front court better than the depth in the backcourt, or at least the improvement is more stark in the depth of the backcourt. Deron Davis is healthy. He's had a healthy offseason. Race Thompson is healthy. He had a healthy offseason. You've got Joey Brunk, who's come in from Butler as a grad transfer, who's going to be uh, eligible for two years. You have uh, also Trace Jackson Davis who's a recruit out of Center Grove, one of the top 25 players in the class of 2019. This is a team that's going to be better. They're going to be able to play more positionless basketball on the offensive and defensive end. And then in the backcourt, 
You got guys like Rob Finnessy, Devontae Green, Al Durham. I get a little bit nervous about Devontae Green because what Devontae, I, I don't want to speak for De, Devontae Green and what his goals are, but I feel like I can. He wants to play in the NBA. He's a senior. This is last chance saloon for Devontae Green to put together a resume that is going to draw the eyes and ears of NBA scouts. And if he wants to get drafted, he's going to have to elevate his game. And when you do that, a lot of times you think more about the guys staring back at you in the mirror than the guys you see out on the court. And if Devontae Green starts to get selfish, he is going to make himself really easy to defend, and that is not a good thing for the Hoosiers. Al Durham, he's going to play some point. Rob Finnessy, he's going to play point as well. And then at the wing, if, if man, it all kind of boils down to Hunter, doesn't it? If Hunter is good to go and and he can contribute right from Jump Street, this is a different team. Justin Smith, if he can figure out how to go get that switch to be on all the time for 40 minutes a game throughout the entire regular season, he's got a chance to be absolutely dynamic in the Big Ten. That hasn't happened yet, and you talk to guys that he's played with and against mostly in high school, and they were like, dude, if this guy, Jalen Brunson said that to me, if this guy, if the light switch ever goes on for this kid, he is going to be awesome. Well, you know what? The light switch, had better go on quickly, or come on quickly, because he doesn't have a lot of time left. He's a junior. He looks like he's really worked in the offseason. His upper body, much stronger than it was. You've got Demisi Anderson. Demisi Anderson, to me, seems like the odd man out. Everybody says he's a very, very funny guy and an important guy in the locker room. Well, he's got to figure out how to be important on the floor, too. And that means being able to spread defenses by knocking down three-point shots. That was the, the deal with him. That was his resume coming into Indiana, that he was going to be able to shoot the basketball at a really high level. Well, it hadn't come to pass yet. It's going to have to come to pass if Indiana's going to go to the NCAA tournament. You need all of these guys to contribute. All right, you need Armand Franklin to be good, to be able to come off the bench, give you 12 to 14 minutes of really good hustle first type basketball. Armand Franklin has a great attitude about the game in that he's not a score first guy. What he wants to do is help his team defend well, and then he wants to get on the floor after loose balls, go get offensive rebounds. I think he's going to be a rebounding machine at Indiana once he's turned loose. It might not be as a freshman, but at some point, this kid is going to average eight, nine rebounds a game. And if he does that, if he's able to do that, like on a per 40-minute basis this year, Indiana can be really, really good. Deron Davis, this is last chance saloon for him too. He spent a lot of time on the shelf. He, he had that Achilles tear. He's had other stuff that he's gone through. Uh, because of the Achilles tear, he wasn't in shape coming off that injury. And, and so this is kind of like, okay, you know what? This is, this, it's dessert time. You've had the main course of adversity. And you had your salad, a little bit of salad last year, and now it's time for dessert. So let's go eat, right, for Deron Davis, and hopefully he's able to do that. But Archie Miller, I I think he likes his team better than he did last year. I think he likes his team much better than he did the first year. And I think that this, because his schedule kind of works out for him, here's the deal with the schedule, okay? In November, Indiana plays the following teams. Western Illinois, that's a W or it better be. Portland State, that's a W or it better be. North Alabama, W or it better be. Troy, 
Princeton, Louisiana Tech, South Dakota State. Don't sleep on South Dakota State. That's seven games in the month of November, and Indiana could very easily go 7-0. and Then in December, it gets a little bit tougher. In the Big Ten ACC Challenge, they've got Florida State at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. That needs to be a W. They play at Wisconsin in the Big Ten. You know, you've got these two games in December that are against Big Ten opponents or interconference games, and that brings you up to 20. All right, they're still playing 20, and I love it. The more Big Ten games, the better. I wish they would go, like, let's play everybody three times and play nobody else. You know what I mean? But that's not, or or at least every three times. Hell, that'd be that'd be thirty nine games. That's way too many. Let's play. <laughs> Let's play everybody twice, though. That's twenty six games. That's kind of manageable. That would take a lot of the air out of kind of those lower level Division one teams, like those Indiana is going to play in November. Going to take a lot of the financial wherewithal out of those programs if you did that in the Big Ten. But I think it's better basketball for fans. And I think it's more fun to watch. So I'd be a proponent of it, despite the fact that by playing so many good teams so often, you'd wind up kind of going into March, really kind of, you know, on a wing and a prayer, kind of, you know, worn down by the exhaustiveness of that schedule. Anyway, uh, at Wisconsin, you know what? W or an L. I don't know what that's going to be. You play UConn in the Jimmy V Classic at Madison Square Garden. That's got to be a W. Nebraska at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. W. Notre Dame at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. I don't know. That's a coin flip. And then you've got Arkansas at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. And Arkansas shouldn't be altogether that good. So that's seven. And let's call Wisconsin. They're going to win either against Wisconsin or against Notre Dame and lose the other. All right, so you're really talking about, or even if you say both of those are losses, and they could be. So you've got win-win, loss-loss, win-win, and then seven wins. That's 11-2 and two before you get to the new year. And if you're 11-2, and two, go to the new year with 18 Big Ten games left, and you go 9-9, nine and nine, that's 20 wins. You win one in the Big Ten tournament, gets you to 21, and you're probably in the big dance. That's all you have to do to go back to the NCAA tournament. And I think Indiana's got a really good shot to get that done. I think this is Archie Miller's best team out of the threes. I know Juwan Morgan's gone. I know that Zach McRoberts is gone. I know that Evan Fitzner's gone. We know Romeo Langford, of course, has gone to the Celtics. Um, you know, you, you've got other guys, Clifton Moore, Jake Forrester. They washed out. But what you've got left in those 11 scholarship guys, you got guys who can all play. You don't have a turd in a punch bowl on this roster. Not one. And you're, you're saving two scholarships, and those two scholarships are likely to go to guys next year. You've got Trey Galloway, Anthony Leal, and Jordan Geronimo as your incoming freshman next year. They could add one more, or they could go one scholarship player light next year fill one hole uh next year and maybe the other the following year 
I like the way this is built. I like what Archie's doing from an architecture standpoint, recruiting a lot of Indiana guys. I think at Indiana, you've got to be able to lock down the state. You've got to be able to recruit Indiana at the highest level because if you can't, how in the hell are you going to go into somebody's living room in Massachusetts or, or in Virginia or in New York and compel a kid to come to Indiana if you can't even do it in your own state? Right? If you can't get the best and brightest out of Indiana, how the hell are you going to be able to put together pieces that are going to be competitive and are going to win games from outside of Indiana? I don't mind going and getting a guy like Jerome Hunter. That's fine. He's from Ohio. That doesn't bother me. I don't even dislike going out and getting a kid like Geronimo, even though he's playing high school uh, basketball up in New Hampshire. That's fine. He's not from there originally. He's from the East Coast. I think New Jersey or something like that. So that's okay, too. That's all right. You know what? The out-of-state kids have got to be the spice. The in-state kids have got to be the steak and potatoes. If you can figure out a way to do that instead of the other way around, and that's the way Crean had it. Crean was so exhausted high school and AAU coaches in the state of Indiana and was so betrayed by them and portrayed by them as a guy nobody wanted to play for, he couldn't recruit Indiana. And if you can't recruit Indiana, you can't win at Indiana because at Indiana... You got a chance if you can go get a kid like Romeo Langford, or you can go get a kid like Trace Jackson Davis, or you can go get the Landers kid out of Evansville. You can go get the uh, Caleb First kid out of Blackhawk Christian. If you can go get those guys and get them to come to Bloomington and really look forward to the prospect of playing for Indiana and winning at Indiana, you got a chance to win games to the point where you got a chance to hang a banner. All right, without Indiana kids. You really don't have much of a chance. We saw that with Crean when he had Indiana guys. They played well. We saw it with Butler when they were heavy on Indiana guys like Matt Howard and Zach Hahn and Gordon Hayward. And those guys, you know what? Butler, they went to -to back-to-back national championship games. Purdue always tries to lock down the northern part of Indiana. When you can do that, at that level, and you get the right kids to go to Indiana from inside the state. It's not just Indiana, and it's really not that much about geography. It's really more about attitude for the game. You can definitely go get the wrong kids in Indiana. Like having I-N next to your name, right, That that is not a guarantee of success. you got to get the right kids from Indiana, and I think that Archie Miller is doing that. And I think that is oh so important in building a winning culture that's repeatable at Indiana University. There are years that Indiana doesn't have a lot of great basketball players, but you need to continue to brand yourself as the place that Indiana players are going and Indiana players want to go. So that when you have a year like let's take 2006 where you've got Greg Oden and Mike Connolly, you're in the game for both those guys at Indiana. And if you're going to win at Indiana, you've got to be in the game for those guys because you're not going to be able to go get guys like that outside the state. And I know that playing for the glory of old IU and wearing the candy stripes and all that stuff is utterly meaningless to the majority of these kids. What they want is to play basketball at the highest level, have a chance to win a championship, and have a road, a path to the NBA. 
And if Indiana can show itself capable of taking a kid and developing that kid and putting him in a position where NBA teams like what he's doing, then they've got a chance to go and recruit really, really well, uh, well-rounded basketball players. And the thing about Indiana kids, too, is when you get Indiana kids, they played a whole gob of games probably in their lives, maybe as many as 2,000. You got some kids at the age of 9 and 10 who are playing between 4 and 6 games a week. All right, and that's not for their school team. That's kind of for their, their ad hoc sort of travel team where they're going up to Fort Wayne and they're playing at the best choice field house. And, and, you know, they're going to BCI Nationals and they're doing all this other stuff. They're playing a lot of basketball against high-end competition, granted, at an age where high-end basketball really doesn't exist. But they play a lot of basketball and they play for coaches who know what they're doing when they teach the game. That's really important. They get to Bloomington, and they are kind of college-ready guys, at least between the years. And once their bodies develop, then they're good to go. I like where Indiana is. 11-2 and two in the kind of that sort of preseason. There are a couple of Big Ten games in there, but sort of in that preseason, kind of on the cusp of being ranked, as they get into the way-too-early bracketology, Indiana showing up somewhere, maybe on the 10 line or something like that. And then when you get to the Big Ten schedule, where you're playing nothing but Big Ten teams in January, February, and into March, you got to get good. And if you can find your way during that 18-game portion of the Big Ten schedule, if you can find your way to 12 wins, adding that to that 11 wins, you get to 23 wins, you're going to go back to the big dance. And that's a step in the right direction for Indiana. But I really like the personalities of the kids that Archie Miller's recruiting. Armand Franklin is a great kid. Trace Jackson Davis is a great kid. Rob Finnessy, great kid. They've gone out and gotten guys. Joey Brunk, I think, is an absolutely spectacular kid. These guys have a chance to lead Indiana back and take a little bit of pressure off of, uh, off of Archie Miller. This is year three. I, I was talking to Scott Farrell on his radio show last night that airs nationally on CBS Sports Radio. And he asked about Indiana because he went to Indiana. And, and I told him, I think that this is going to be Archie's best team. And he said, they've got to get back to the big dance. What are they doing, Kent? We've got to get back to the NCAA tournament. And I said, well, you know what? We've got to, we'll evaluate Archie Miller after this year, sure, but it's next year. He's got to get all his own kids, and that takes a four-year run. And if you're going to give a guy a chance, you've got to give him a four-year run and into that fifth year to see where they are. And that's what you've got to do with Archie Miller and Indiana. I know at other places, it's gotten done more quickly. Indiana's Indiana, though, and I think it takes a while to get that machine rolling. We can't come in like Kelvin Sampson did and bring in every wingnut who's a talented basketball player and hope you can congeal them into some kind of stew of successful basketball. You can't do it. So let's not do that. Let's be Indiana. Let's recruit Indiana, and let's win like Indiana. And frankly, I don't even know what the hell that means because we're 25 years out from when Indiana was last really like Indiana. I know you had 2002, you had 2013, you had some success, but it was sporadic. It can't be sporadic. 
it's got to be year after year after year. You're a team that people talk about as a potential Big Ten champion. That's where this thing's got to get. Is Archie Miller the guy to get it there? That's the question. The Cubs, they got the Pirates tonight. You got John Lester going for the Cubs, and this is it. The magic number is one. If the Cubs lose, the next time they lose, they're out of it. The next time the Milwaukee Brewers win and they play a little bit before the Cubs do tonight, they're at Cincinnati. Brewers win tonight. Cubs are eliminated. Uh, The Cubs have got to win five. The Brewers have got to lose five. And if that happens... The Cubs will uh, have a play-in game. And whatever that does for you, I don't know. It's, of course, not going to happen. It's inconceivable that it would happen. The Cubs committed five errors last night. This is not the Cubs team of 2015, 2016, or 2017. Since 2016, this team, in, in its enthusiasm and in its productivity, has receded bit by bit by bit by bit to the point where now it's just another team. Joe Madden is managing just another team, and these will be his last five games, I promise you, as the manager of the Chicago Cubs. There is no way, from a baseball perspective or from a business perspective, you can bring Joe Madden back for his sixth season. It almost never happens for the Cubs that a guy comes back for his sixth season. The last manager for the Cubs that made it through five full seasons and into a sixth was Leo DeRocher. Prior to that, it was Charlie Grimm. Prior to that, it was Frank Chance from two, or 1906 to 1912, for God's sake. He managed seven years. This is the way Cubs baseball works. If you're there five years, that's a hell of a run, man. And for Joe Madden, this has been a hell of a run, but that run has come to an end because these guys are no longer paying any attention. He does not have their attention at this point. He is not engaging whatever makes baseball players enthusiastic, and as a result, he's got to go. The Indy 11, they're at Atlanta tonight. That game can be watched on ESPN+. Plus. Game time is 7.30. The Indy 11 playing exceptionally good soccer. They got beaten Birmingham the other day, but in Atlanta, they can get things right. And, and continue their charge to the top spot and maintaining that top spot in the USL East. Uh, beyond that, I, I'm telling you, the LPGA event at the Brickyard Crossing is fantastic, and you should spend some time out there. And if you've got a young girl who likes to play golf a little bit, going out and seeing these ladies play is inspiring as hell. They are precise in the way they hit the ball, and they're not all really long, But, man, do they hit it where they want to hit it, and can they putt, and it's a lot of fun to watch. Tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, 8.15 on Periscope Live or thereabouts. And then, again, sports, nothing but sports tomorrow. We're going to talk Cubs baseball because i got a pretty good idea. They're going to be eliminated after tonight, and we're going to start talking about the 2020 Chicago Cubs season. All that tomorrow. Cannot wait to talk to you. Then brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Join me. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.